All right, guys, we are going to get right into it here today. So hello and welcome to the Healthy Humans podcast. This is the eighth total episode we are doing, but this is officially season two, episode two. So thank you guys so much for hanging out with us here today. My name is Nathan. I'm going to be hosting today. And today we're going to be talking about our work, life and health balance. So that way we can kind of cover a lot of different subjects. Um, but I get a lot of different questions on this as I'm going through the gym with my clients and things like that. So I want to share as much of that information with you guys today as possible. So let's dive right in. First part we're going to get started on today here, guys, is the work part of the work life and health balance. So what we're going to be going over is specifically the importance of that work um, because it's a necessity of our culture. You have to work to survive because um, it unfortunately, you know, costs money to live. So we want to make sure that we have that. So I always want to tell people like this isn't, uh, I'm not going to be like, hey, you should like, uh, hopefully I'm going to keep all of my uh, advice really, really functional for as many people as possible. So we're going to talk about um, work just a little bit and kind of some negative aspects of working culture that we've kind of gotten into as especially I'm streaming from uh, the US, Washington State, uh, go Seahawks, but we're going to be talking about a lot of negative kind of ideas we have with our culture about work, and then how we can hopefully improve those as we're going through. So let's focus on that concept first of overworking and its effect on balance. So a lot of the times people overwork themselves. Um, so that's working 40, 50, sometimes people even work 60 hours a week. And that can be really, really detrimental to your life and to your health balance as well. So we want to make sure that we are getting a nice good balance by not overworking ourselves. I will say if working, if overworking is part of survival, then it's like, I'm not going to tell you to not do that. I'm not going to tell you to just impoverish yourself because you want a few extra hours to yourself. Um, we do live in a pretty hard world, unfortunately. So I do want to make sure that you guys are working hard and achieving your financial goals as well. So that's, I'm not trying to downplay that at all, but we do want to make sure that some people just genuinely overwork. Um, a lot of people have heard of the term workaholic, where that's all they do is work. And it's like, okay, you've passed the point where you have plenty of money to survive. It's not necessarily a survival thing. Um, and then it becomes more of that's like your key identity piece. And that's all you do. And that's basically takes uh, a lot of priority away from like family, friends, your own personal life and mental well-being as well. And so I really want to make sure we get that nice and evened out. Let's focus on a couple of negative aspects that people have about work. First one that I've seen a lot recently is like hustle culture. And I think this really comes out and is mostly negative. And I'd love to hear some feedback on this as well. Again, I'm only one person, only one point of view. Um, so again, the more feedback we get on this stuff, the better. But hustle culture from what I have seen is fairly tough on a lot of people. And it's that idea that people need to overwork themselves. And that's like what gives you value. Um, and that's not. Um, what gives you value, give you your value because you're a human um, and everyone has that value intrinsically in them. So I don't necessarily want to make that the priority. Um, a lot of people are like, oh, you have to have a second job or a third job or you have to be doing something on the side, things like that. And you may be saying, dude, you're doing this on the side of your normal job as well. Um, and that is true. I don't get paid for this. I take my own time to do this so I can share the information with you guys so that we can achieve healthy humans. That's the whole idea behind this podcast is to make healthy humans. So next part is, and this is going to be pretty controversial to uh, probably a decent amount of you guys, but it's the idea of the American dream. Um, the idea that if you work hard enough and pull yourself up by your bootstraps, which is kind of an ironic phrase that most people don't realize, 
Um, but the idea is, is that you one day can become a millionaire or a billionaire, things like that. And that's just not going to happen for most people. Um, the fact that billionaires exist is a whole nother podcast that I won't get into uh, today. But um, the American dream is definitely one that is probably relatively toxic. Most people are constantly behaving as if they're going to be in this millionaire elite and they're not which is very very dangerous to be in uh, and the reason is is because a lot of that has to do with like the maybe someday mentality and they're like oh i want to make sure that everything is set up for these people as much as possible and i'm like the rich don't need your help they just don't so make choices that benefit you your neighbors and those around you in your community not necessarily the people you never interact with that live in gated neighborhoods and live in huge five-story houses things like that not that that's bad but a lot of times we also kind of correspond our attitudes with how we vote as well so which midterms are coming up make sure you guys are registered to vote that'd be fantastic lots of lots of interesting stuff coming up on those ballots so make sure you guys do that as well what we want to shift into instead is we want to kind of make sure our goals for work are set down so the first base goal the foundation that we need to have is like that basic survival like you need to work to afford to live rent uh, mortgage food all of those things they cost money so making sure you have those once you have that foundation then we start building on top of the uh future goals as well like how do you want to retire so making sure you have kind of a plan in motion for that or just like hey i have a trip coming up that i want to save for making sure you actually have that time set aside from your work that you can actually do those trips, spend that time with your family, which is really, really important. Those are the things you're going to remember. You're not going to remember the 50, 60 hours a week that you worked in the office. It's going to be more important that you like go camping with your family or spending time outdoors, which we're going to talk about a lot today as well. And then also focusing on how your work takes a toll on your body or your mind. Now, this is going to be more profession specific. So if you are doing a really really high demand job that is going to be tough hey looks like we got somebody in the chat already we got panic and it's lethal tv go check both of them out here guys really nice guys um so thank you guys so much for hopping by but what we're just about to go over is especially if your job is really really physically demanding like making sure you are not overexerting yourself uh mostly just because we want to avoid like workplace injuries overuse injuries and that's something that i take care of quite a bit a lot of my clients whether or not they're people who like work at computers so a lot of times when you're making those kind of minor movements with your mouse a lot the wrist is in kind of a compromised position and so that leads to issues like carpal tunnel um, and so we just want to make sure that we are avoiding things like that and then i also work with people who like work in construction for example and they are just constantly moving things moving things moving things so i do a lot of workplace prevent injury prevention in those clients because you know maybe they had a workplace accident and they're like oh, i was moving like 70 bags of cement today and then i threw out my back and it's like cool we're going to focus on strengthening that area and we're going to make sure that every single time you pick up a bag of cement you're doing so with good form even if it takes you a little bit longer because you're not going to be able you're you're going to be able to maintain that pace essentially so it's going to be a positive net return on your time and your effort and especially how you feel afterwards and then your mind as well some jobs are very very physically demanding um and then mentally demanding as well that's what i meant to say um so for example <laughs> those who work in healthcare or teaching things like that very mentally exhausting jobs so making sure you have positive coping mechanisms for afterwards um, is really really important as well really making sure that you are investing that kind of mental recovery time for yourself 
if you have those jobs because those jobs are super important and we need people to take on those professions so that we can help those who are marginalized in our society if we don't have that then it's really really hard um, to go through and have a positive society the idea with progression in society isn't that we continually make as much money as possible it's so that we can all get to a point where we can help as many people as possible with the least amount of work as possible that's kind of the nice thing about technology but i won't go on that tirade for too long because uh, this isn't a politics podcast so i want to make sure that we're um, just keeping ourselves healthy right now all right so what we're going to move into next is we're going to talk about the life balance so we talked a little bit about work now we're going to talk about life so this is like what you do socially um, your hobbies and activities that benefit your mental and your spiritual health as well so let's talk about kind of like our social aspect of our health so this can include a lot of different things and this looks different to different people whether or not you're an introvert or an extrovert you should still be spending time with people but a lot of the times people get those two terms confused and it's what activities energize you so for example an extrovert gets energized by being around people whereas an introvert um gets that energy and kind of gets that recovery that gets their batteries charged by usually spending time alone or like just kind of relaxing kind of low-key environments now still hanging out with people and being social is really important like you shouldn't just because someone's introverted doesn't mean they should never hang out with anybody um that's actually not healthy so you should be still being social you know and i'm not saying you need to have a million friends in the world but even just having a couple of people that you are um regularly doing activities with can be really important and this can be um you know playing basketball at a gym or this can be going on walks um with like a friend or a family member um take the dogs out whatever it is you can really open up quite a few different activities but really making sure you're spending time with people uh that's going to be very very important and you can do this often with like spouses and significant others as well spending that time outside of the home with those people can be really advantageous not only for your social life because you're getting kind of that little bit of social feedback especially if you're going on like double dates or anything like that but it's also going to improve that romantic relationship as well really important to spend that time i know i love going out uh, my wife and i get got to um, go to a lot of great places to eat when we lived in a couple of different cities in Washington and there's still lots of places we're excited to go but we love going out to eat um, you know trying different you know drinks and cocktails things like that just loving to see the creativity that some of the people here in Washington State put together for their food and drink we just really love that and then we get to spend that quality time and for me that like really helps keep my uh, social health I'm like able to hang out with my wife and uh, our friends and do all those things and it's just really really important and it helps me feel um, a little bit uh, a little bit more balanced as we're going through and there are even times where I'm like man I don't want to go out and see people right now that sounds horrible I don't really want to do this um, and then I end up just going to do the thing and I feel great about it afterwards. I'm like, wow, I'm so glad I spent that time hanging out with those friends. Or if it's like going to have a barbecue or playing Cards Against Humanity, whatever it is. We love board games, um, which we talk about lots of nerdy stuff as well, um, which we'll get into more here in just a bit. But like spending that time is really, really important. The second thing, if you can do, and I'm blessed here to live in the Pacific Northwest here in Washington State. 
So most people know this as like kind of like it just rains a lot. But the reason it's important that we get so much rain here is, first of all, everything's on fire this time of year. But when it comes to kind of the spring and early summer, everything is so green and warm. And it's just it's one of my favorite places to be. Um, I can't imagine living anywhere else. And I'm really blessed to be here. But right now, if I look outside, it is sunny. The grass is green. Uh, there's a million squirrels running around right now as well. So the dogs are going crazy. You can kind of see right over here in the corner. That's Theo's butt right on the couch. Um, he's, he's knocked after our walk today. Um, but, you know, just being able to spend that time outdoors is actually really important to get that vitamin D, especially if you live in Washington State. We, we don't get a lot of sunshine, so it's really important that you get that. Um, but there's a lot of mental benefits that you get from being outdoors and just spending time in nature, um, whether or not that's like going camping or like walking your dogs regularly. Um, for me, it's part of our routine that like in the morning, we take both, if not all three dogs, including Big Dakota as well, out and make sure that we get at least like minimum 20, ideally 30 to 40 minutes of like walking time out so we can like just get a little bit of sunshine. Um, it was a little bit cold this morning, so it was a little bit of sweater wet, sweater weather, which was kind of nice, um, but like kind of like get that heart rate going and be able to spend that time outdoors as well. It's really, really good for that mental health. Now, next thing I want to talk about is when we're talking about kind of like your your social health and things like that and mental health uh, is unplugging time. Um, this one's hard because right now I am currently streaming to you via Twitch and then this video will go up on YouTube and then the audio will go on to Anchor, which will then be on Spotify and all of those revolve around these trinkets, so which are our cell phones. So we spend a lot of time on these and sometimes it's important to just have dedicated time putting your phone aside and just being present, whether or not that's like working on a puzzle or even uh, listening to a podcast. I know some of that's like not quite unplugging and I know that's kind of selfish for me to tell you to listen to a podcast, but you know, <laughs> plug, plug, but you know, doing something, whether or not that's like having a little bit of music on in the background or uh, reading a book, things like that, um, spending a little bit of time throughout the week and it doesn't have to be like every day but spending that time just unplugged away from social media things like that can be really really beneficial for your mental health now we're going to talk about hobbies these are things that like you do just for enjoyment now this is really really important and it doesn't matter what you do but a lot of times we think we get stuck in this this place and this kind of uh involves a little bit with how we balance our work-life balance is we're educated and we're kind of like taught to think okay, everything I do needs to be productive throughout the day. It needs to either generate money or it needs to be working towards a specific goal. And things don't need to be productive. They don't. Um, I'm a huge fan of playing video games myself. Um, and sometimes I'm like, oh, I want to work on like my uh, this game and get this achievement, whatever it might be. Uh, or I just, you know, want to veg out. And sometimes I just need to remind myself it's okay to do what I want to do in the moment, even if it's not productive. And that's okay. And that's actually good because you're spending that time specifically for the self-enjoyment. And I can't underestimate how important that is. And if you're wondering about different hobbies and things like that, um, my brother and I are actually going to be doing a um, hobby podcast as well. Where we're going to be talking about a huge variety of things. It's the Talk About Tatooine podcast. And if I can get that feature to come up here on the screen here really quick. We're going to have a little graphic right over here. Fantastic. 
So the Talk About Tatooine podcast is going to be airing hopefully soon-ish. We're going to be doing some extra recording, um, but you guys can find us at you on YouTube, uh, Google Podcasts, and at Twitter at Talk About Tatooine. Um, we've just started kind of the socials. We haven't released any episodes yet, um, but we're working on getting a little bit more of that involved as well. And we're going to be talking, I mean, it's a talk about Tatooine. So we're going to be talking about Star Wars. We're also going to be talking about like Warhammer and um, movies and books and TV and pretty much anything that we just find enjoyable. So we're really going to dive into a lot of different hobbies as we're going through, because we just want to talk about nerdy stuff. You know, we just want to talk about that stuff um, that brings us joy. So, and we want to share that with you guys as well. That's hopefully going to be releasing soon-ish. We're going to be doing some extra recording with that as well. So we've already talked about work. We've talked about life. Now we're going to talk about health. Now this is the Healthy Humans podcast. We talk a lot about health and fitness and exercise and nutrition and things like that. I have got like 40 different episode ideas written out right now, and I'm trying to bring those to you guys in a timely manner, which is why we're doing these live episodes, because we can get them out as quickly as possible to you guys. And so that way we can really reach the biggest community possible. It's all about disseminating that information. Like, again, I don't make money on this. Um, I think that would be super cool, but that is not necessarily the goal. This is something to help you guys get educated about how to be healthier people. So first thing we're going to talk about is how to maintain an exercise routine. Now, this is usually the hardest thing. Like people usually have really, really big like work commitments. Like we're already spending 40, 50 hours of our week, um, either working, commuting, or like prepping for work. So whether or not that's like making sure all your laundry is set for the week or like doing meal prep. So you have meals to bring with you or all of those things like our work week takes much more than 40 hours usually. So making time for an exercise routine is usually the hardest part. Now, in our first episode of the Healthy Humans podcast, uh, this is all about how to get started. I would highly recommend listening to that episode because if you are somebody who is like, hey, I have a really, really hard time with this, that episode is going to give you a lot of really, really great starting points from where to go if you were like not doing anything. But at the end of the day, I don't necessarily care what you guys do as long as you are moving. So if that's walking the dog, swimming, playing basketball, playing racquetball, just like doing a sport, my wife loves to ride horses. So I'm like, yes, you go do that. That's awesome. You're being super active and it's something she loves doing. Um, and it can be something like if your hobby and your health and your, your fitness are kind of like blended together, that's even better. That's fantastic. Um, you can also find like events to train for, so like 5Ks, Ironmans, things like that. There's lots of different events that you can find usually in your local areas. And you're like, oh, I want to do an event. So like if you're somebody who likes to be competitive, you can find something to train for. And that's going to give you a little bit more purpose and meaning behind that exercise routine. It might be the spark of motivation you need to get into the gym or, you know, do a couple of laps around the block, whatever it might be. So whatever it is, as long as you're moving. Another big tip is like find something that's fun. I mentioned a couple of different things like racquetball and basketball and swimming and things like that um, because those are activities that can very quickly be transferred not only just from the fitness point of view but into the athletics where you get to be competitive you get to kind of fulfill that social obligation you get to be a part of a team and it can be really really beneficial to you in a lot of different ways so i highly recommend that then one of the next things that's not necessarily gym focused this can be home focused is learning how to cook um, this is actually something that most people really, really struggle with uh, because making healthy food takes time and effort. But if you learn those techniques on how to make food taste good, 
then you can make healthier food at home. You can make the food more budget conscious. So that time you spend is very, very quickly rewarding you because you're getting more out of that food. You're not just eating you know, processed food all the time. And there's different services you can do for that as well. So if you don't have the time to do grocery shopping, um, I highly recommend um, doing something like HelloFresh, not a sponsor, um, just because I've heard a lot of people who really like that. But keep in mind that doesn't fit everyone's lifestyle. So try it out for a little bit, see if it works, or even do something simple like doing grocery pickups, planning your meals out in advance, typing it in. And so that way you can just send in your order. You can pick it up. You don't have to spend that extra 45 to 60 minutes. It takes a long time to get through the grocery store sometimes and you just drive up, they'll put it in your cart. You're good to go. Um, and that can be a huge boon to your time. So that way you have like lots of healthy foods. You don't have to spend the time fighting through the small produce sections. Um, you can just get all that food and then doing a little bit of food prep as well. But learning how to cook can be very, very important to your health. Now we're going to move into, so if you guys hope the stream is going well from It's Lethal TV, thanks buddy. Yes, it's going very, very well. Just having fun walking through this outline as we're going through. Um, but the next thing we're going to go over is kind of how to, uh, or not how to, but kind of summarize what we've talked to, talked about really quick. So we talked about work. The base necessity is that foundation. Have to survive, make enough money to survive. Um, I highly recommend, there's a lot of different strategies and stuff like that. I know it's tough out there, guys. Um, but also focusing on positive work habits as well. Next thing is making sure you guys are promoting a, uh, a good social life, you know, making sure you're hanging out with other people. Don't self-isolate, spend time in nature, things like that. And then third and final, make sure you guys are investing in your health as well. There's lots of different resources and stuff there out there for you. I make a lot of resources as well. Um, so if you guys have any questions about that, you guys can email me at healthyhumanspodcast at gmail.com. And you can reach out to me on any of my social media as well. So make sure you guys are doing that. Next thing we go through before we finish up here, guys, is we're going to go through uh, some questions I get from clients and viewers. One of the biggest one questions I get a lot is actually what I do for my workouts. Um, and that varies from season to season as we're going through because I have different things that I'm training for. So earlier this year, I was focusing most focusing mostly on like strength training, not as much cardio training. Summer came around and I was like, okay, I need to kind of like switch gears a little bit, uh, making sure I'm keeping my body nice and balanced. And I started doing a lot more cardio training and now I'm increasing that cardio training as well. So I'm doing a lot of different interval training, um, programs. Um, and I'm doing a lot of balance training as well. My wife would like me to go skiing with her this winter, which I am not, I've never done. Um, and so I'm doing a lot of different balance training for that as well. So I'll actually show you guys some workouts, uh, some workout reports, um, that I've been doing. So let me get that pulled up really quick. There we go. Fantastic. All right. So we've got my first workout report here, guys. And as I've mentioned before, I use the my zone heart rate monitor. So while I'm going through, I can track my heart rate across my workout and you can kind of see that I've got all these little spikes going on, um, in here. So this is kind of the interval portion of my workout today. We've got that little bit of warm up, and then we're doing one-to-one -one intervals. So we started and this one was, when was this? Uh, this was last Thursday. Um, and so as we're going through, we did a lot of different intervals. So we, we can kind of see by those heart rate spikes, how many we did. So we did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. We did about 14 or 15 intervals. I don't remember exactly because I didn't write it down, but we went over quite a bit. 
Now, the idea with the interval training, and we actually talked about this a little in last week's episodes, I wanted to include these so you guys can see more examples of what the heart rate does while we're going through. Um, we had a little short warm up and we went through these intervals one to one. We started that first interval at 5.7 miles per hour, so just kind of a light run. And then when we hit that interval of rest, we were walking at a 3.6. So we're going up and down and up and down. And actually, as you can see, if we were to draw a line from the top portion or top heart rate response of that first interval and then draw that up, it's a slight increase over time. This means, uh, and this shows that we were actually increasing our speed as we were going through. And uh, this can also be exhibited in non-trained individuals as well. So you can see less of a speed increase, but see that heart rate increase as well, because that's the fatigue effect. Um, and so this is also shown, you can see most of these, we peaked up into our green zone and then dropped back down into our blue zone during our intervals. So down here, you can see the time in zones. So 35 minutes spent in that green zone, 19 minutes in that blue. That also includes um, some time we spent uh, in the weight room doing some other stuff as well. Heart rate just doesn't get that as high when we're doing uh, more slow and uh, precision lifts, things like that. But we spent a lot of time in that green zone because once we finished our intervals, we spent a little bit of time doing some steady state. Um, but as we started increasing the intensity, we started to see more time peaking up into that yellow zone. Only eight minutes, so we're hoping to get a little bit more on there. And then we did a very similar exercise um, yesterday as well. So this was a shorter uh, exercise. This was only 46 minutes, whereas the uh, one before that was an hour 30. So, you know, it varies from day to day. But you can see we're still following that stair stepper response. We still got about eight minutes, um, which gave me 32 points. That's four points per minute. Uh, but we're hoping to get that up into the low teens um, later. But again, it's going to take a little bit of time as we're going through. You can see average heart rate, peak heart rate, things like that. So average heart rate was about 129, peaked at 171, and then average heart rate was 131, and then peaked at 166. So those are kind of what I'm doing right now in this exercise right here. A lot of what I was doing in this gray and blue zone over here is I was actually spending time doing some BOSU ball balance exercises. Now, these are really important because um, they help kind of stabilize the ankles, the hips, and the knees. And again, that's kind of what I'm working for right now is making sure I can train for that ski season as that's coming up. So people usually ask me what I do during my workouts. That's kind of what I've been doing right now is focusing mostly on cardio training, some really high intensity stuff. And then if I have time, depending on the day, I'll throw in some upper body work as well uh, in the weight room, mostly just because I'm working those legs really, really hard. Next is usually my clients will ask me what I do during the day or outside of the gym to make sure you get the most out of your workout. Now, you usually will tell my clients three different things. The first one is we're going to talk about protein. We're going to talk about some rules that I have come up with that are going to give you the best results possible. Now, the first one is my 10 to 1 rule. So what that means is if a piece of food is 10 calories total, if you're looking for this food to be a specific source of protein, ideally, it will have at least one gram of protein. So you move this over um, the course of time, right? Or over bigger meals. If the meal is 100 calories, that's like basically a snack, then hopefully it has 10 grams of protein in it. Um, again, that means like you're getting a good source of protein or a good amount of protein based on how much food you're taking in. A lot of times people will get really, really fatty foods 
and your protein ratio is a lot smaller than 10 to 1 and people will say oh well this has like 20 grams of protein in it and it's like cool it also has 20 grams of fat in it as well and fat it's twice over twice as much energy per gram so we just want to make sure that as you're putting food into the body and a lot of it i, I say this mostly because a lot of the clients i'm looking for are looking to trim up a little bit and so by taking that extra gram of those extra grams of fat out you're getting closer to that 10 to one rule. And again, this is just kind of a general guideline that I came up with for a lot of my clients, but it helps people select better protein sources. The next is like shooting for a grams of protein per day. This really depends on training intensity and training type as well. If you're training pretty lightly and you're not necessarily doing a lot of different compound exercises and things like that, you won't need as much protein for muscle synthesis because you're just going to not see as much muscle synthesis as you're going through somebody like myself who's doing a lot of running and I also have a very big frame um, so there's a lot of actual person moving so there's a lot of impact key it, it's very very important to take in enough protein per day as I'm going through so for me I try to hit about 200 grams of protein a day minimum um, which is a lot of protein but I'm also a really big guy very Scandinavian so that's really really important to make sure I have that in and then making sure you get a variety of protein as well variety is king the reason is if like for example I've got this little egg guy right here if you only ate protein from one source you wouldn't be getting all the amino acids you need so making sure you get a variety of protein sources means you're going to have a good mix of amino acids and making sure you're getting all of that in as well the next thing we're talking about is water intake um, and now this one's pretty simple i usually tell people drink one ounce of water per two pounds of body weight um, so usually it's half your body weight in ounces so just making sure you're drinking enough water throughout the day. It's really hard to recover well if you don't drink enough water and then going over and getting enough electrolytes as well. There's lots of different ways to get electrolytes in the body. A lot of this is going to be found if you are eating a balanced diet, but if you're like sweating a ton, having an electrolyte supplement can actually be really helpful. Um, I'm a huge fan of liquid IV myself. Again, not a sponsor, but could be, that'd be awesome. But <laughs> it's it's just something like I, I sweat so much while I work out so making sure I have that proper electrolyte balance um, can actually keep me going for a long time and then I do tell my clients and this this goes for me just as much as anybody else coffee is not greater than water um, if you're only hydrating with coffee throughout the day you're not going to see the best results you possibly could now I'm again I love coffee I'm currently drinking coffee I have a cup of it right here so Keep that in mind, but making sure you're drinking more water than coffee, at least, um, is going to be really important. And then the last thing is making sure you have enough sleep. So really minimizing the amount of blue light um, before you're going to bed, roughly like 20 to 30 minutes before. That's going to help that brain kind of slowly wind down. So read a book under a, like a dim yellow light. That's going to be fantastic. Um, or if you have like something that um, has more of a paper light look to it, if you're reading a book on like a tablet, it can be really, really good. Next, I'm going to talk. Next thing I'm going to talk about is sleep load. Now, if you are the type of person that takes a lot of different naps throughout the day, you're going to want to make sure that your sleep load is maximized. So, what this means is, if you have trouble going to sleep at night and you are taking naps during the day, I would actually say it's better to not get those naps during the day. The reason is, is because if you're not getting those naps, you're building up the amount of load that your body needs for that sleep. And then it's easier to fall asleep at night once you get there. Um, this is something that's harder to practice. Uh, it's much easier to do in theory, especially if you are somebody who habitually takes naps and things like that. Um, but the nice thing is if you don't take naps and you're exercising fairly regularly, 
you put a lot of fatigue into the body and you are going to increase that sleep load. So when it is time to go to bed, you're hopefully not sitting there for hours on end because your brain is like, all right, we are exhausted and it's time to go to sleep. The last thing you can do that's, again, very, very fun functional is regulating your sleep and wake time. So going to bed roughly the same time almost every day of the week and waking up at the same time as well. Now, this one is really, really hard to practice, especially on weekends, because most people want to sleep in on the weekends. I have two wonderful puppies that like to wake me up very, very early every single day. So I don't really get a chance to, to sleep in very much, um, which at first I was like, okay, this is super annoying. I would love to sleep in, um, but it's not going to happen. The nice thing is they wake me up every single time um, and I wake up really regularly, which means I'm usually going to bed at the same time as well because I'm not, you know, shifting that sleep wake time. And then when the week comes around and it's Monday and I got to wake up early again for work, then I'm not as uh, it's it's not as much of a transition from weekend to working week. And so that can be really, really helpful as well. So those are usually the three things I go over. Um uh, with clients when they're asking what I should do outside of the gym um, to make sure that you get the most out of your sleep. So lots of fun stuff there as we're going through. We're going to end this one here, guys, because I have been chatting at you guys for just about 34 minutes and we'll crop that down for YouTube as well. But biggest pieces of advice to finish up with here, guys, we want to make sure that you guys are, again, just evaluating your balance. I don't expect you guys to make these changes all in one setting, but Really, really important um, to kind of take all this stuff, kind of digest it a little bit, and then start implementing it in slow little pieces, or just go gung-ho. If you're a type of person that's zero to 100, like, hey, try doing it all at once, um, just as long as you're doing something to improve that balance. Thank you guys so much for watching here today. Um, my name has been Nathan. This is the Healthy Humans Podcast. You guys can find me in a lot of different areas. Um, so we're talking a lot about different hobbies in the talk about Tatooine podcast, which is going to be coming up me and my twin brother. We'll be posting more about that. So in the description in YouTube, you're going to find links to that channel. You're also going to see links to all of my social media for all of those, uh, different hobby channels. So I'm Finley of the dog gaming and Finley of the, and Theo entertainment, um, on YouTube. So a lot of different, uh, like stream recaps and things you guys will be able to find on there. Um, just lots of different stuff that we're going over because, um, again, we want to talk about health and we want to talk about fitness. But again, we want to keep it balanced. So we want to talk about those hobby things as well. And so by having uh, kind of different channels for different areas really helps us bring the most amount of content to you guys as well. If you guys enjoyed what you guys listened to today, the biggest way you can support is hopefully um, listening to this, sharing it with a friend, subscribing on YouTube, which would be fantastic. Um, subscriptions uh, really, really help us build we have very, very few because we just opened up that YouTube channel. Um, and then if you are somebody who's like, hey, I do have a little bit of extra um, in finances, um, you guys can also subscribe to us on Patreon as well. I know that that's not for everybody because, again, money is tight for a lot of different people. But we do have different tiers for all sorts of availability or affordability, I should say. And those do come with all of the workout plans that we have on Patreon as well. I actually have another one that I'm going to be posting just after this. That's going to be going over functional strength for the upper body. So if you guys are interested in that, you guys can subscribe on Patreon. And we're trying to get back into the rhythm of doing free workout Fridays so that even if you're like, hey, can't subscribe, we're still giving you guys resources as well. So again, please do all the things here, guys. Like, subscribe, um, following on Twitch would be fantastic as well. Um, just really wherever you guys can give us a like, give us a follow. 
Um, that actually just tells the algorithm, the blessed algorithm, that this is good content and that people want to see more of it. So please help us out in that way here, guys. Make sure you guys are making good choices um, and just have a fantastic rest of your day. We'll see you guys in the next one. Bye for now.